You're listening to Break the Cycles, where we talk all things motorcycles and speak to ordinary people doing extraordinary things on two wheels. Welcome to Break the Cycles. My name is Jan, and I am joined by my co-host, Farida, and today we are uh, having a conversation with Daniel Bullock. He is 31 years old. He was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. In his former life, he worked in the corporate world doing business-to-business sale for many years and has since given that up for more nomadic lifestyle, working seasonal jobs and national parks and ski resorts over the past years. He's currently back in Atlanta. He's babysitting his nephew and nieces and looking for money between the couches, cushions, and getting his bike ready to go for the next big trip. Um, I met I met you, Daniel, um, I believe in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was 2018. Um, been a couple of years. I actually think it was in, in uh, Canada. Uh, if I remember correctly, we were in Yukon, possibly. Um, and we were... Oh, yeah. We were... Um, I guess pulled pulled over to the side of the road uh, for because put put on our rain gear and uh, so I met I met you twice yeah because because we ran into into each other at, right. at the REI in uh, Fairbanks that's right that's right oh wow I remember I remember the REI I forgot about the Yukon that's yeah, so yeah. funny wait, well wait. And that, that's the part that sticks in my mind uh, the most so the two uh, of you did not know each other before the trip correct. You Correct. met, but like, did you meet th- online or did you meet on the road, on the road? On the road, on the road. We were, um, it was funny because it, it was about to rain. And so um, I guess Yun was ahead of me and he had pulled over and I just happened to pull over uh, to the side of the road at the same spot, like a, like a parking area, I think. Oh, I remember this now. Yes. And we were getting our rain suit on. Now yeah, I remember yeah. this. Yes. And so... I was intrigued because I had seen, you know, break the cycles, I think, on you know, on the back of your bike or something. Yeah. And so I just started talking to him about it. He was telling me about his trip. And um, I don't know if I ever told you, I had never heard of someone riding their motorcycle to like through Central and South America. Um, and so that was, was like blowing my mind when you were telling me what you were doing. Because before that, I'd only watched, you know, the long way down and long way around. And I thought, you know, oh, you got to be really rich or something to go ride around the world. <laughs> and then I met Yun, and it was funny. We were just putting on our, our rain gear and just started talking. And um, he was telling me about his trip. And <clears throat> excuse me, he was, yeah, I know you had mentioned you were going to, going up to Alaska and we're going to go to the REI of Fairbanks. Right, right. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and I think we rode together for a little bit. We stopped in Whitehorse. That's right. We, we got a coffee at what, someplace in Whitehorse, if I remember correctly. And then um, kind of went our separate ways after that. And I had <clears throat> excuse me, gone into REI to get like a sleeping pad. And I remember coming out to my bike and was, you know, getting ready to leave. And then I, I see and, and hear Yun pulling up um, <laughs> and kind of the rest is history. We just started talking and I had, he was planning at that time to go uh, up to Dead Horse. And I had no plans to go up there. I was on a Honda Shadow. And like an old Honda Shadow that could barely make it up a hill. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was, it was not in the best best shape. And somehow Young convinced me to join him. And, uh, <laughs> so it, was, that, it was totally, it was a last minute decision. It too. was, we, it we, was. 
we're just looking at it we're like mm, okay let's do it <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm glad i did it was fun it was fun uh, i didn't Daniel, make it all the way what were you do like were you on a trip were you or do you live there now? yeah yeah so i was just um it t- took about a month-long trip and um just by myself i had ridden from atlanta where, where i live to uh, my cousin's wedding out in santa barbara california mm. And it took about a week. Uh, my dad, my dad rode with me. He has a Honda Shadow as well, so we both rode the first week together. Went to the wedding, and then after that, he rode back to Atlanta, and then I rode up um, to Alaska. I had a friend living there at the time, so I was going to go spend some time with him, uh, wow. him and his family. And um, so, yeah, it just took about a month to to do that, and um, yeah, it turned out to be one of the best best experiences of my life. Made, made a good friend along the way. And uh, learned a lot about motorcycling and uh, camping and learned a lot from Yun during that time. But yeah, just, just on a, a month-long trip there. Amazing. So recently you've uh, you've been riding around and taking up odd jobs here and there? Yep. Yeah, so I was, uh, you know, I've lived here in Atlanta my entire life. And so I, I was uh, doing, doing sales. I was selling charging stations for electric cars. And I did that for several years um, and then decided to start my own business where I was selling virtual reality and augmented reality training platforms uh, to various businesses and schools and things like that. And uh, I hated it, to be honest. I did not enjoy it. I was spending a lot of time behind the computer. And so I was getting so fed up and, um, you know, just decided to uh, do something different. You know, I'm not married or anything like that. Don't have any major responsibilities. And so I said, you know, it's probably two or three years ago. I said, you know, I want to do something different. I want to just ha- have fun, travel for a little while. And I said, you know, there's no better way to do it than, than on my motorcycle. And, um, so I quit, quit all my, you know, my, my sales jobs, my, my own business and, uh, got, got a couple of retail jobs, uh, specifically at some out, outdoor gear stores, because I knew I would need like some tents, you know, a tent and sleeping bag and all this outdoor equipment. So I needed to get some discounts on it because uh, it was going to be expensive. So I started working the, those jobs. And then uh, this past summer, uh, 2020, I or just before I sold my condo, my car and um, rode my motorcycle, took about a month long trip, rode out to Montana and Wyoming, Colorado, visited some friends and then started working at Yellowstone National Park, uh, just mm-hmm. doing uh, as a room attendant there. Uh, at the Canyon Lodge and I did it just because I wanted to be in Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone, being able to hike and camp and all of that. So I did that and then uh, rode back to Atlanta for about a month and then left my bike at my parents' house and then flew out to Park City, uh, Utah, where I worked uh, this past winter at Deer Valley Resort just as a lift operator. And I wanted to do that because, you know, in Atlanta it never snows and I've never really experienced much snow. And uh, so I wanted to go experience that, be in the mountains and ski. So yeah, just been bouncing around doing odd jobs. Now I'm, you know, babysitting nephews and nieces and picking up just jobs here and there until I, you know, eventually leave on my trip, which will hopefully be a little bit later this year. Wow. This guy's living his best life. (laughs) Yeah. Trying to switch it up. Trying to switch it up. He's just like, Oh, well, I never seen a lot of snow around here. I'm just going to go somewhere else. (laughs) It's pretty awesome, man. Let's go back to when you guys uh, met and you decided to ride together because I cut you off there. So you were saying uh, you guys decided to uh, ride to dead horse. 
Yeah, yeah. I remember we met. Jan was texting me and try, trying to convince me to come. I was like, gosh, I, you know, I don't know because I just heard the road going up was terrible, like really yeah. rough and all this. And you know, my bike was just not cut out for that. And so I said, all right, you know, let's meet. Let's meet and just talk. And I think we went to like a McDonald's or something and like sat down and talked. And yeah, then, yeah. then I had to go to a Walmart because I had to get a gas can for my bike because my bike only could get maybe 130 miles or 140 miles or something like that on a tank. And uh, so I went to Walmart and got everything. We rode up. And I remember it was so funny at the beginning of the at the beginning of the Dalton Highway we passed this guy on, on a truck who said, you know, yeah, I've been driving this road for 20 years or something like that. And he said, y'all need to be careful because, you know, it's really bumpy and we always have motorcyclists every year get in accidents and things like that. And he's like, which one of y'all is on the Honda shadow? Cause we were kind of standing off on our bikes. I was like, Oh yeah, that's me. He's like, you really should not be doing this. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Oh gosh. But uh, so, yeah, just, just jump right in. So for the listeners that don't know, so going up from uh, Fairbanks up to Dead Horse is it's all all gravel roads, and then they kind of they throw down these loose gravel like constantly, and they put down like I think it's calcium. Mm-hmm. It's okay when you're running a dual sport, but when you're on a street bike like like Daniel on a Honda Shadow on a street <laughs> tires, it's it's very squirrely. <laughs> and, oh yeah, uh, you're dancing around all over the place. And oh, how yeah, long especially... is that? How long is the ride? 400 miles oh man yeah. yeah but then you know there's only one way so you had to come back so it's 800 miles mm-hmm. yeah the worst part was going i remember we were um it was the i think it was the yukon river camp is that where we stopped stopped and got gas and we ate food at that little restaurant there yeah there was like the, the place that we got the um, what was that the uh the salmon burger or something like that I yeah think. I remember I, it, there was there was only one place like in the middle it, it had it had like food i can't remember yeah, exactly i think yeah. yeah i think it was a yukon river camp and right when we got there it was it was, it was kind of muddy and i i could I, I thought i was going down because my bike was just sliding all over the place it just didn't have the didn't have the grip on the tires uh, but somehow stayed up and yeah we, we, had, we had a good time oh, that sounds scary <laughs> It was, it was, it was a little scary at first, uh, but yeah, Yun's an expert. So I was in good hands to say the least. I was an expert in crashing too. Cause on the way back, <laughs> I totally tanked my bike and bent the frame, but you know, that's a story uh, for another day. <laughs> and were you guys connected with uh, Setas or something? No, yeah. no. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So you were just no, following Yun? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. No, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, my bike was a little more capable mm-hmm. for those roads, so I was able to ride a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, yeah. So, what trip are you planning right now? Yeah, right now, planning for a around the world trip, and going to start. You know, be, being here in the U.S. just makes sense to go down through, uh, you know, Mexico and Central Central America first, and then uh, down to South America after that. Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of prepping going on, getting the bike ready, changing out, you know, wheel bearings, things like that. And just, you know, COVID's kind of thrown a, a wrench into to everything. Um, it's supposed to, supposed to go last year. Um, and then now planning just on leaving in, in uh, probably September, late September or maybe October. Um, but yeah, planning for maybe five to six years. I want to take maybe a year and a half wow. through Central and South America and then 
you know, maybe Africa after that. I, re- I really don't have a, I have nothing to come back to, uh, like that I have to have to be back for, you know, I mean, my family's here, but I don't have, you know, a timeline ahead of me and I want to go slow. I want to take my time. So yeah, just gonna, you know, not going to move fast, you know, spend a couple months in Mexico and then a couple months, you know, wherever else after that. Wow. Are you, are you planning to work along the way? I am. Yeah. I, and I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm, that's, that's what makes me a little bit nervous. Um, I do some remote work uh, online for a company here in Atlanta currently. Um, so it gets me, you know, a little bit of money every month, but going to have to find some other source of income. So um, yeah, I am planning on working along the way because I couldn't, couldn't afford to do it uh, really any other, any other way, but yeah, yeah, and if you have any recommendations of uh, <laughs> yeah doing that, I'm all ears, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it it really comes down to how long you can stay in mm-hmm. in a particular location. But then, of course, if you're if you're working locally, you're really you're you're covering, I guess, your daily expenses at, at most. I mean, sure, you know, sure. beyond beyond that, I mean, like you're you're not really going to get paid um, significant enough, especially if you're going to be you know moving from different countries to different countries but wow yeah and that's the you know because i know the visas and the the shipping costs and all of that you know that's really going to add up um and my, my goal is to make this trip you know cost neutral at least um you know if i could make money while i'm traveling that that's you know obviously even better but at the end of the day i don't want to lose money doing it um you know or, or have to dip into you know savings that much um so you know as long as i can just kind of skate by by the skin of my teeth i'm fine um but yeah you know the, the issue I, I think i'll run into and you would know better, better than i would Jan, is you know when you like you're saying going down into central or south america and trying to work and actually s- save up money it's you know i think it's it's going to be pretty tough to do that so i think the re- i think the best option is is probably remote work maybe for some companies back here in the u.s you know go park you know for three months in Colombia or wherever and and pick up a couple month long remote job or something like that. I think that's probably what I'll end up doing. So are you still on your Honda or you have another uh, bike for this trip? I have another bike. I, I upgraded. Um, and but to, to Yun's advice, I went with the uh, Suzuki DR650. I still have the Honda Shadow, but it's going to stay here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was, I was looking looking trying to decide between the dr and the klr um but you know i spoke with Yun a lot about it you know before i purchased the bike and he gave me some good advice and so ended up going with the dr650 and um done done quite a few upgrades to it and still doing a few things but it's pretty much ready to go for the most part if you're only going to spend a year and a half in central and south america then if you and you're going to do a trip that's going to be um about five years or more like what, what what's your plan after after south america and like are you riding back up or are you trying to ship it across to where, where would it go yeah i think so ideally a year and a half possibly two years between central and south america and then i i assume i'll be going to africa after that i don't know for sure now, i was thinking about going the other way to like australia or something but you know i know covid and all this you know although it's a couple years down the road things could change but yeah maybe a year or so in africa somewhere around there just a couple months three months maybe in europe i've been there several times um and then you know maybe 
you know, take my time going across, uh, you know, the Middle East and, and Asia. Um, it's been, you know, maybe six months in Southeast Asia or something. And, um, yeah, I don't know though. I'm, I'm just going to kind of just see what happens. You know, I, I could spend, you know, two years, you know, in Africa or something like that, or maybe I'll, you know, I don't know. Just my, my, my plan is to not get too, uh, too structured with it right now. Um, I want it to just kind of flow and yep. see what happens as I go. And, um, yeah, just kind of take it, take it as I go, but you know, I'm not in a rush and I don't want to rush. I, you know, one of my goals is just to really be able to experience all the cultures that, that I'm going through. Cause I've never been through, I've never even been to central central or South America before or Africa, um, or a lot of places. And so I want to actually take my time, get to know people and, you know, park you know, for three months here, three months there, a month here, a month there. And get to know the cultures, the food, the people. Learn, um, you know, kind of get out of my comfort zone and, and just meet people. Um, and you, know, you can't can't really do that going too fast. So, uh, yeah, just not not trying to get too too planned with it, but just kind of take it as it comes. Really, COVID traveling is going to make it like quite restrictive. So, um, what would be the plan if if like you were you know, your visa is up at a particular country and then you have to go to the next one and the next one's borders close. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I, I don't know yet. Um, I've slowly begun to start thinking about that. What I'm going to do if I get somewhere that I need to go through, like for example, you know, Costa Rica or Panama, you know, if I, you know, to be able to go, you know, to get, to get down to South America, what am I going to do if I can't get into the, you know, a country like that? I, I, I may skip, certain countries if i had to um you know if i have to 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 go you know i I don't my one of my goals is also to not fly on this trip i don't want to fly i want to take a boat everywhere even across the ocean um so if i had to ship my bike and and myself somewhere um to to go around a country i could do that um you know but that's why i I want to take it really slow especially central america you know i want to spend three or four months at least in mexico and hopefully that will give more time for things to open up. Um, but yeah, just going to kind of take it as I come to it. But I would, in that, in that case, probably skip, skip a country um, as much as I'd hate to do that. And mm-hmm. it might be the only option, honestly, by that point. So what kind of preparation are you doing for the trip? Like you mentioned the bike and the upgrades and looking for remote work. What else? Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, just small things like, um, you know, things I still need to do, you know, like notifying my bank, you know, that I'm traveling internationally for, for a little while. So my card's not getting, you know, declined everywhere or, um, you know, even right now, just trying to save up. I'm also about to buy a drone, I think. Um, so I'm going to start practicing with that because the young, Yeah, and again, is giving me advice on don't don't practice on the road. You know, practice before you go. Um, so, gonna buy a drone and just start practicing, taking shots, making videos, things like that. Um, but other than that, really, just getting the bike ready, uh, making sure I, you know, I have the knowledge to be able to fix the bike because that's been an issue. Is I, I don't have a background and you know mechanical background, and I actually don't even like really fixing bikes and things like that. Um, but it's probably one of the most necessary things to know, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, while I'm traveling in case I am, you know, in the middle of nowhere, my bike breaks down. Um, so just trying to, 
you know, kind of get used to learning how to do these things. Um, I'd say that's a really big part of it. Just going through the mechanical aspects and, and just re- really even just taking parts of the bike apart just so I can see how it works and figure out how to put it back together. Um, so that's a big, big part of what I'm uh, preparing for right now. Uh, other than that, just kind of making sure last, you know, kind of last minute gear things I need, um, getting, getting stuff together. I got to get a sleeping bag, uh, mm. things like that. But yeah, other than that, really I've, I've pretty much ready to go besides a few last things on the bike and, um, and finding a, finding a job that I can continue uh, while, while I'm on the road. Have you reached yeah. out to people that have done the same trip? No, I have not. And, and that's a great idea. Honestly, I haven't, I have not done that. Um, Yun is pretty much the only person I've talked to uh, besides reading. Yeah. I, I read a lot of uh, ADV rider, you know, dot com uh, forum posts or uh, horizons unlimited and, or some of the Facebook groups I follow. Um, I'll, I'll just see what people are recommending places to go. Um, you know, how are the border crossings tips mm-hmm. for crossing the border or, dealing with, you know, police that, you know, want to, you know, bribe or something like that. Um, so d- done a lot of research online, but actually speaking with someone, I have not done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's actually a great idea. I hadn't even thought about that, to be honest. What about, uh, like, where are you planning to stay? Do you wild camp? Do you couch surf? Yeah, you know, it's going to be a lot of wild camping, although... Uh, on my Alaska trip, I hated the wild camping I did because I had such a crappy tent. I'd wake up every morning and my everything in my tent would be soaking wet. Oh. And uh, so I ended up staying on a lot in a lot of hotels there um, just because my tent it was like a single wall tent, I think. And mm-hmm. it was just I actually I remember I was in somewhere in Canada. I got I was so mad. I woke up in the morning. I was so frustrated. So I hadn't slept well. And I woke up, my sleeping bag soaked. I grabbed my tent. I just walked over to a dumpster and I threw it away. I was like, I'm not doing this. Um, but this trip, because I am, you know, on a, on a, going to be on a tight budget, uh, wild camping is going to be a big aspect of it. Um, wild camping, couch surfing. And then at least here in the U S I want to, I'll travel around for a little bit. I want to do a bunk the biker mm-hmm. and, um, try and try to meet some people that way. But ideally <clears throat> lodging will be, a, a lower expense if I can keep it that way. Um, and so that's one thing that's really going to, I think, force me out of my comfort zone is just as opposed to taking the easy route out and getting a hostel or something, you know, forcing myself to actually camp. Um, and I think it'll be more enjoyable that way. It'll just take a little bit of time to get into it, but yeah, ideally a lot of wild camping. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be an expert after like, you know, two weeks of wild camping. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and I need to learn how to cook as well. That's actually one thing I'm going to be uh, prepping for. I don't cook much, and um, it's going to be a big aspect of it as well. So, got a good stove, and uh, now got to got to use it, make it make it worth worth worthwhile. It sounds exciting. You have a lot of things planned, and just you know, still some preparation to do. But that's exciting. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. I, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I got it. I got it all wrong. When I part, when I uh, prepped my trip, I was like, I want to go for like a year. I should have thought bigger. Five years is is the yeah. right is the right number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one year, man. That's, that's still you, that's still that's a that's a that's a good time frame there. Though. I know, right? I I, I got to I got to get this uh, I got to get this uh, planning going and then do a 
do a five-year trip. Man. Yeah. Hey, I'm leaving later this year, Jan. So you still got some time to, uh, <laughs> you know, get everything, right. get everything ready if you want to join. Did you get your vaccine? I have not. No, I have not yet. Um, I will before. I've been out in Utah. I just got back like about a week ago, and uh, so I'll just wait until I get back. Um, but I have not gotten that uh, as of yet. Yeah, and you think you're going to go with him? I hope we'll so. See, we'll, we'll see where my van build is. We'll see. We'll see yeah, where bring this it is. along, man. Bring, bring the van <laughs> along. So yeah, it's funny, Yannis. I've been you know over the last uh, year working on my bike. I um, I would always reach out. I'm constantly reaching out to Yun to to ask him, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? And he he would give me these tips, and he would always say, ask me how I know. So I'm learning. I'm learning from all your mistakes. I appreciate it. Make, make it a little easier on me. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then just you got to pass on the love, man. That's that's just, that's kind of how it goes. And people I learn from teach me from their mistake as well. Sure. So yeah, yeah. yeah my mentor always tells me um, experiences directly proportion to uh, equipment ruined. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah, that's the truth, man. Yeah. So yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely broke a lot of stuff in my, in my younger days to be able to have this knowledge of, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm, I'm an expert at, um, changing the stator out on the, uh, DR. I've gone through at least two or three of them, uh, running to really, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it's just, in, you know, installed incorrectly or something like that. And yeah. yeah. A, but you got to upgrade the stator, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Two, 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 it's working fine now. It is. Yeah. Yeah, everything's great now. Everything's working well. Now, just trying to, you know, decide: do I want to put on the Leo Vince exhaust, um, things like that. Um, but yeah, most most everything's ready to go and working well. That, that's that's good to hear. So let's go back uh, to when you started writing. You mentioned yeah. your father writes too. So does that mean you started when you were younger or? No, I I started when I I got my my uh, Honda Shadow, my first motorcycle, on my twenty second birthday, and to be honest, I didn't really have an interest to ride much before that. My dad rode, but when he was in college, and then he didn't ride for you know twenty years or, or or longer, and it all started my brother who doesn't ride at all and and has no interest really in motorcycles. He sent me the long way down and long way round uh dvds and so i watched it just because I, I enjoy traveling and and that was really why he sent it and he he likes you and mcgregor and the star wars and all that so um he sent me those and, like, and that again blew my mind i couldn't believe someone rode their motorcycle around the world and so then i just started thinking you know i want to get a motorcycle and start riding um and, and travel on that you know for me it's just a, a different you know more exciting way to travel really and so uh, my dad and i just started talking and um, ended up, yeah, both, uh, purchasing the Honda shadows. Uh, he has one and I have one. And, um, so that's just how it started. And he taught me, um, uh, you know, we'd just ride around the neighborhood for a little bit. And, um, and then probably six months after I, I got the bike, we took a big trip to California and back and, um, really had a good time. And I was, I was hooked, honestly. Um, and so, yeah, it's didn't ride dirt bikes or anything like that growing up. Um, and that really had no interest until I saw those those documentaries, and that really uh, got me into it. To be honest, oh. saw those videos as well, and it it really motivated me into uh, the dual sport adventure mm -hmm. riding. 
but then once you get into it you're like wow like the the reality of 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 actual adventure riding you don't have a chase car you don't have a yeah me- you don't you don't have a mechanic in a van following you you don't have like unlimited parts and <laughs> you don't have people like you don't have like a third motorcycle that are able to donate to you if your yours broke like yeah, exactly. it's, a, it, it's a lot more higher stake than 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 what you see on on those on those uh production videos yeah absolutely and you know too it's like you know they've got yeah they can pick up the satellite phone right and call bmw if they run into an issue you know if they're in mongolia or wherever they were and um but that's part of the that's part of the fun right and the adventure and that's really when the the fun you, you some some of the best memories i think is when when you have to figure it out, right. You have to get creative and then rely on the locals, you know, to help out. Right. Um, and thankfully I haven't, haven't really gone through that much yet, but that's, you know, I look forward to those times as, as tough as they'll be. Um, you know, when I'm on the road and I'm broken down somewhere um, and I need help, um, you know, getting that from, from the, the locals that, you know, that, that have the knowledge or, or we'll figure it out. Right. Just kind of figure it out as you go. To wrap our interview up, what would be like one one advice you would give to our listeners about you know people that are thinking about doing that, but you know just just can't you know just take the leap? Like what 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 helped you decide to do these adventures? Uh, yeah, good good question. Uh, a big part of it for me was. Yeah, I'm still relatively young, being 31, and I didn't want to wait until I was retired uh, to 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 be able to go and do something like this, um, because I, physically I wanted to be capable to do different things, right? You know, for example, learning how to ski. Uh, you know, when I was just out in Utah, but even doing things as I'm traveling, it's just going to be easier uh, on my body when I'm I'm younger, um, and I also don't have those big responsibilities. Yeah, my advice would be just just go for it, right? It's it's it seems you know the the thoughts in your head about not being able to do it, or you have all these other things holding you back. It's 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 definitely more of a mental thing. I, I don't think it's really as bad as as many people think. Um, you know, there's definitely things that you have to make sure in order. Um, you know, any you know major responsibilities like mortgages or student loan you know payments, things like that that you want to take care of, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, the way I look at it is I have one life, you know, to live. And so I want to live it, you know, a fun way and, and the way I want to. And I don't want, um, you know, fear really holding me back, right? I want to do it, um, you know, trying to face that fear. Um, so, yeah, my advice would be, you know, go for it. And, um, you know, if it makes sense, if you can, you know, first of all, take care of your responsibilities that, that you have. Um, and, and if you can make it work, even if it's just for a year or a month, right. I did a month long trip. That was kind of what got me thinking originally about doing a bigger trip. Um, so go on a month long trip or something and see if, if you enjoy it. And then if so, you know, take the leap, um, get your priorities straight and, and, uh, yeah, go for it. Beautiful. Thank you uh, so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Really did. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Break the Cycles. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and join us next time on Break the Cycles.